Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Polo is a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on... Drag Race Holland. Holland. We're just, we're just, we're absolutely globetrotting at the moment. <laughs> we have gone from the USA to Canada to the Netherlands, and I've never felt better. We've, we've started from the UK, mm-hmm. and then we went to the US. Yeah. And now we've gone to Canada, yeah. and now we're in Holland. I would like to say we've only covered two continents in our Drag Race travels. Having said that. We have listeners in every continent around the world apart from Antarctica. Have you not heard that before, guys? Just in case you haven't followed our previous podcasts, <laughs> every we are globally from, charting. From Mauritania to Japan. <laughs> Look, as you know, we're here to do Drag Race Holland, okay? Yes. And um, before we get into it, what do you know about Holland? Look... You're more travelled than I am. You're eh. you're a man of culture. You eh. know, you were brought up with a gold spoon, <laughs> gold spoon. Platinum, you were. platinum yeah. spoon <laughs> in this mouth. Tell me, tell me, what do you know? And I tell you what I know. I don't. Well, I, oh, I, I feel so bad. I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about the Netherlands or anything about. Holland. I dated. I dated a. You did a um a. a I was going to say a Holland guy. A, a, a Holland guy. What, du- what do you call it? A Dutch guy. Dutchlandish, yes. <laughs> yes. No. I dated a Dutch. That's, that's all I know. So you should know more than I do. The, I've, he's I've, tall. He was tall. They're the tallest Blue nation. eyes. Tallest blonde. nation in the world. That is a fact. I'm just talking about the ex. I don't know. Yeah. Clogs. Clogs. There we go. Windmill. Remember, well, you are... Red Light District, Amsterdam. There we go. So you're a big ANTM fan. You You, remember when they went to the Netherlands? That's what I'm referencing. Literally every single thing, isn't it? (laughs) Um, Everything that I've listed there was from American Next Time Model Cycle... Cycle 10 or Cycle... The one with the lovely... um, What was her name? McKee. 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 Um, She won that season. Um, That's all I can think of of Holland. And you know what? I feel bad, but I'm going to learn more. I want to learn more. I mean, I've been to Amsterdam like three or four times... I've not been to any other parts of the Netherlands. Do you know what? I really want to go to the. I really want to go to the Netherlands because I really want to smoke pot legally. Oh my goodness! I, I, How I dare wanna... you promote I'm not, drugs I'm on, like, on our podcast? I, I want to do it somewhere where it's not like illegal. I want to do it and just get out of my system. I mean, the legality of marijuana is a big topic that we're not going to delve into. Right I, I, yeah, well, I don't want to smoke. I want to eat it. Like, I just, yeah, uh, you know, someone made me a nice little cupcake. Have a little space Oh my cake. God, I, I love cupcakes. Someone made me a cupcake with it and I'll just be like, hey, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in my own time. I'll be having the best time of my life. But that's one um, of the reasons I really want to go. And I know that it's beautiful there and I know that the, the scenes, they're supposed to be great. I was supposed to go it- to Amsterdam a few times, but we've never really got around to it, me and my mates. So. Amsterdam is a beautiful city. It's real, like, I always think of it as a city of contrast because it does have this reputation as, I mean, the Netherlands are very, very liberal. They've always been very progressive, which is why I think Drag Race Netherlands is a, is a great fit because they've always been such a, you know, forward thinking country. I think gay marriage was legalized there much, much earlier than most other westernized countries. Um, and yeah, so they've got this liberal aspect that some people consider a little bit CD. You know, you mentioned the red light district and, and the kind of that kind of element and the, the kind of legalized cannabis element of of the Netherlands. That some people might have quite a judgmental take on and consider CD, but um, it's it's. There's the, you know, vivid nightlife and the liberal aspect, but there's also like, it's a a real city of like um, culture and history. I mean, when I think of the Netherlands, I think of of art, really, you know, Van Gogh, Rubens, uh, Vermeer, um, Rembrandt, all these amazing Dutch artists. so I'm and, hoping and to then we've got more artists to add to that. We um, have. I'm hoping that lineup that, that you have permeating. I, th- I think you know it's such a beautiful, amazing country that I think we're going to see some really um, vivid, fascinating art coming out of these. As queens. well as learning more about the drag queens, mm-hmm. I really, hopefully, through this process, I learn more about Holland. I think we all will. Yeah, th- yeah. Th- that's what I'm hoping to get from this. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, let's talk about the girls, okay? We're going to go one by one. Look, I want you to imagine that we're on Tinder. 
Uh-huh. Because that's that's where the gays are, you know. <laughs> we're on Tinder and we're looking through these queens. And I want you, when you first see them, what's your first initial? Like before even reading their profile, which who reads profiles? Before even reading their profile, you're just quickly scrolling for a few seconds through their pictures and it's a yes or a no. You know, yeah? the worst you're thing. You're going to either swipe left, which means that you're not matching, or you swipe right, which means it's a, hey, let's chat. I mean, do you know what the worst thing is on Twinder? Yeah. Twinder? Twinder, Twinder. Oh. The other one. Um, you, when you're swiping left a lot and you're just in that like left swiping rhythm. And then and you, you see someone. Oh my God. Swipe left on a hottie and it's like, no, when like, will I ever see you again? <laughs> and then you're like contemplating, should I pay? Should I pay for the, the membership so that yeah, I can yeah, go yeah. back? Like, yeah. is it worth it? Is it should, should I? That could, he could, be could the have one. been the one. He could have been the, the one. one. <laughs> but that's what you do. So I want you to do that because we're not going to spend too much on the entrance looks. I want the first impression. And it's basically a yes or no. He's swiping left or right. And the first queen to grace the screens from um, Holland is Abby OMG. I'm correct, yes? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to swipe right on Abby. She's oh, very appealing to look Both at. Both the drag queen and his boy look. I think, uh-huh. I think the trade of the season... Already is um, Abby OMG. Well, you know, she's she's pretty in and out of drag, isn't she? Mm. She's giving me kind of South American, like... The Brazilian... Shakira does a kind of like Aztec dance outfit kind of look. With all yep. that, like gold feathering. Yep. Very yeah. confident, walks in minimal clothing. So obviously very, very Cinched confident. Confident with her body. Um, and it's a body to be confident about. I mean, it's yeah. stunning and handsome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's definitely a swipe right there. Gorgeous makeup yeah. and gorgeous outfit. The next the next person that's come up on your Tinder, your Twinder screen, sorry, <laughs> Twinder, is <laughs> Chelsea Boy. I'm going to swipe right on Chelsea Boy. Okay. You know, she's coming and give me this, like, um, masked rider kind of, but in the Netherlands flag colours. She was red, white, and blue, wasn't she? Um is it the color of their flag? Yes, oh, it is. God, I should have done a bit of research before. There's him. so many. Do you Euro- know, when I hear Chelsea Boy, I just see Moira Rose singing, Chelsea Boy, <laughs> the pipes, the pipes. <laughs> uh, have you seen that episode? I can't on remember that episode, actually. We know, okay. But, I think it's an sorry. interesting name for a Dutch queen because obviously Chelsea is synonymous with London. Is it? Yeah, well, Chelsea. Okay. You yes. lived in London. <laughs> sorry, I was in London for a few years. <laughs> I'm useless. Um, it's uh yeah so like she comes in and they they know each other don't they mm. um Chelsea and Abby and um yeah like fun confident I really like her look she's giving me kind of like powerful biker yeah. chick um yeah like I like she's her. at the drag race her, I, I noticed her makeup was quite kind of intricate and quite um. I remember Violet Chachki doing this video on this graphic makeup artist called Peter Sato. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It gave me that sort of vibe. Yeah, mm. that's what I was thinking. Tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Peter Sato. Yes, yes. 26 years old. Do you know what I love is that, that she um, she said that Chelsea Boy is a, a self-created hero. Mm. She's my armor, my support, and my assistance. And many times we've seen through um, watching Drag Race and hearing these stories, their drag persona is usually the person Person that they want to be, they feel so much more confident, and they find that strength in um, creating this character. Yeah, they're like you know, Jinx Monsoon. Uh-huh. We've, we've heard her how she plays an older character because she never really had that as, as, as being younger. Like mm-hmm. there's many many stories, and a lot of queens keep saying, um, "This is it's it's my it's my battle armor, my hero suit." Who was that one? Who was um who was the one that came in with a puppet? Uh, James Munster. Yeah, yeah, she she said that very very. Uh, in a very, very intimate um, moment in Untucked, I which think, is really, really, I think really, it's a really common heartfelt. trope, isn't it? For yes. drag queens to unlock some of his inner um, confidence and potential. So yeah. we, we may see like an inner vulnerability with Chelsea Boy at some point. Let's mm. see. Let's see. Did you swipe right? I swiped right. Yeah, I'm swiping right. Of course. Next up, we got Janae. Look, first of all, like, um, if I get the names wrong, eventually I'll get it right. But right okay. now, I'm, I'm going to say Janae JK. Janae JK. 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 28 years old. Um, do you know what I love is that she was so confident. Mm. It was like the way she walked in. It's like I thought she was going to walk in the way she. 
she struts in. I thought she was going to go straight past the girls, mm-hmm. straight past the cameramen, past the crew, open the door backstage, find that <laughs> damn chick, and just go back home. So I'm, I'm just here to pick up the chick. I mean, here I here I am. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, like she just she just has this 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 confidence, you know, that's um that I love seeing. Yeah, and a drag queen. I just love when I see that really confident cock, that cocky. That I love it. Yeah, there's she, something about it. I love. I want them. To be the most cockiest creatures ever, an unerring sense of confidence, didn't yes. she? Yes, I mean, yeah, I'm swiping right on Janage K. Um, she's given me kind of Real Housewives in New Jersey, Teresa Guadici, just kind of strutting in there. I own the room. Yeah, I've got a low hairline, and I'm here to win. Yeah, yeah, I'm here to fight. I, <laughs> I thought she was going to pull a vixen. Like she was so <laughs> ferocious. The ferocity definitely swiping right there. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the next queen, Megan Schoonbrood. Schoonbrood. I'm gonna say Schoonbrood. I, I'm not Dutch. Schoonbrood. I'm gonna say Megan Schoonbrood. Oh, she's rolling the eyes. Look at you trying to get all ethnic. Schoonbrood it's not, it's not strong enough for God's sake I'm, I'm, you know I apologise that only one of us can channel our uh, inner culture but she walks in with um, the the all-stars lips uh, which is let's be honest on, on a queen it's quite stunning uh, that nun glamour and she's the first queen that has the a kind of a reveal isn't yeah. it do you know what this reminded me of I remember seeing a video ages ago of um, Pearl pre-fame Pearl actually like her bit like in Chicago was um, doing a a Vatican nun who does a striptease look, but she'd do it gradually piece by piece to this track called Sex of the Devil. And it was really, really good. It was like an excellent performance. And I guess it's a fairly common trope, you know, know, the kind of like the nun with the sexy underwear underneath. But I really like it. She gave it comedy. She spoke a lot about being a female impersonator and liking to contrast her boy look with being, you know, a feminine embodiment of um, her perception of femininity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's very much she 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 gives us like female impersonator vibes, but she clearly got a sense of humour. I love the sexy nun. She's walking in. Um, I'm swiping right. I I was hoping she would say as she walked in with her full on nunnery gear. Uh-huh. She should have said something very much like. Forgive me, Father, for I have slain. <laughs> and like done here revealed, like, hey. <laughs> or get me to a nunnery. No, Tom, no. Okay. Don't, don't no, try. Don't no. try one-up me. Because that didn't work. <laughs> Thank you. Back um, it up. Back up. They're definitely swiping right. Look, I think we're going to swipe right to all of them. Well, let's be honest. Let's see. Let's see. Do the not- next queen is Madame Madness. So she's unique in the respect that she's a bearded queen. So... This is interesting. This is the first bearded queen we've seen on Drag Race. Um, makes me think of queens like Helvetica. Matthew Anderson was a bearded queen. Ah. So, you know, made such amazing looks um, while channeling the beardedness. So, like, I think a bearded queens, they lend themselves to more of a gender fuck kind of look. <gasps> I said the F word. I'm sorry. Gender F. Um, and certainly there's like a, a bit more of like a high art kind of high concept. Her makeup was very graphic, you know. Um, I loved her look. She was she was androgynous in the sense she had a hairy chest. She wasn't padded. Mm. Um, but no, I'm swiping right, of course. Okay. I mean, the hair was quaffed. The makeup was impeccable. So graphic and so vivid. Um, I mean, it was uh, it was it was it was very visual. I can say that. Mm. Um, I'm gonna. I don't know, actually. I'm sorry, Tom. Well, maybe that's what she wants from you. She wants you to I not don't, know. She wants you to question well, yeah, what you think about I drag. Don't, look, I'm going to respectfully swipe left oh. because I'm one of those basic... Look, I'm one of You're those... You're that girl I knew you were. <laughs> I'm one of those basic um, bitches that just like, I don't I don't get it. Do you know what? And I, I accept that I don't get it mm-hmm. yet. And I'm. you know what? I have a feeling she's going to sell it to me straight away. I, I really do. Okay, well, that's so this, that's this is obviously like a swipe left, but she's she know she's that girl who you're like, oh my god, I'm the <laughs> should I pay for the full Tinder so I can go back <laughs> and then re-swipe? So that's what I'm holding on to. If you're listening, Madame Madness, you, you're that one. I want you to be the person that makes me subscribe to Tinder so that I can just make a callback and say, look, I was wrong. Now I want to swipe right. I'm going to keep reminding you, swipe left. No, right. was it Janae Jacay? <laughs> <laughs> Janae Jacay was like. 
she doesn't like her. She's very lazy. Those were her exact words. So obviously, they know about I, Madame I, Madness. And it was very much like a Scarlet Boba to Boa. Like, oh, she's not a good drag queen. Like, oh, they obviously know each other. They're running the same circles. And there's a bit of a... My impression mm, was, like, she doesn't mm. shave. She doesn't pad. She's lazy. That's what I got from that. Do you think she meant that she's, she's lazy in terms of she's not a good colleague? She's not very professional. I, I, I thought... I thought that's what she was alluding I, I thought, to. I thought she was more criti- so than her drag. I mean, I, I you, thought she was criticizing her craft, not her professionalism. Um, we'll okay. see. We'll see what unfolds. Thank yeah. you. Next queen um, is room room really? service, and I'm sorry, but I'm also swiping left. <laughs> God, it's all coming in. I tell you why it's probably left because I recently I wasn't really sold on the um the whole outfit. I thought it was interesting. She... But I mean, I loved all the photos that they were showing because she's a social media queen and um in support of um to show us how she was on Instagram. They showed all these amazing photos yeah all this amazing art and the, and, the, and the kind of images that she creates on social media and she walks out like a waitress it was, yeah i mean there was a little bit of a disconnect between yeah. the social media pictures which are i would i would definitely i would swipe right on the pictures that they showed us but like for what she showed she walked in it's a it's a it's a swipe left the, the look didn't quite hold together for me like it was a little bit riffraff from rocky horror show a little bit john willie and she, the, the the makeup on her face did not look as graphic and arresting as the Instagram makeup. Yes. But we often see that with social media queens. Because there's no quite, filter. Doesn't quite translate. It's not season one, honey. <laughs> I'm sure she'll learn quickly. She still had an appealing, humorous quality, which you don't always get from a social media queen. So I'm swiping right. Top, you basically was like, your whole speech was no, 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 no. But I'm super right. Don't be scared. You're such a coward. Don't tell me how to feel. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> These are my feelings. And how do you tell me how to feel? Yeah. I'm, I'm alone of early right. and I will tell you how I feel. Okay. Well, because you're a coward, you're swiping right. Like, just be honest, Tom. Be honest with how you feel. Stop trying to be. Stop trying on, to be. Please? Stop trying to be miscongeniality. Let's scroll on. And the next one is Sedajin. So I'm definitely swiping right on Sedajin. I am swiping right on Sedajin. Wait, if it's Tinder, it's a uh, well. She's giving me daddy vibes out of drag. On Tinder, if it's just the image, no. Look, I, I'm seeing the whole package. It's definitely a swipe right. She's this campy, this fun-loving. Yes. You know what I thought as I as I saw her walk in, I could see myself going to a bar, sitting mm-hmm. down, having a drink, and her walking on stage, and me just like all of a sudden feeling happy, like yeah. feeling excited for the rest of the night. Like she just has like I I I can put my trust in her for a good night. She's a hostess. She she's had an that exactly. She looks to me like Bet Lynch from Coronation Street. Yeah. Like in Aussie. Oh sorry, I don't even know who that is. But you're agreeing. Let's anyway. be honest. I, we both thought that we saw a another queen in her the way this was so campy. Let's let's say it. We were thinking here's I, I was like here's, Yay. here's Sherry Pie here's second she, chance. Yeah, there it is. Like oh. Sherry Pie, have you done a makeover? Are you coming in as uh <laughs> uh, no, but she had the similar sort of, you know, campy, fun vibes. Hopefully without the sexually predatory stuff going on in the background. <laughs> but um no, I, I really loved I really loved um Cedogine. So did I. I loved and also she she was on and she was funny. Yep. And she interacted really well with the other girls and yes. she was opinionated. In what way? What did, what did she say? Just some of their interactions. She was a bit like, oh, I, don't know, I think this about her. Okay. I think all the queens are doing that, Tom. <laughs> Next queen it's almost a- as if they get you know, prompts yeah. to do yeah. that. It's like there's a confessional. <laughs> like they talk directly to the camera like and say how they feel about other people. they're supposed to air their feelings about people <laughs> in a controversial and humorous way. Next queen is um, Mama Queen. The prego. She walks in, um, obviously, is a is a pregnant drag queen. And I think it's alluding, yeah. again, to the fact that she is a mama, yeah. a drag mother, and she births children. And I think that was a... Um, I thought it was clever. I thought it was nice. She looked really polished. Like, I felt like the dress was kind of... When you looked at all the stripes, there was... I felt like it was Black Lives Matter, trans flag, gay flag, all in one. Oh, girl, damn. <laughs> You're deciphering the Matrix there. Well, that's Which pill I, did you take? <laughs> I've never seen the Matrix, actually. Um, I just saw, like... Um, who was the India Ferrers? Um, yeah, I saw well, she, her. Well, what was, there was that? That's what made me think of. Black yeah, Lives it was Matter. India Ferrers All Star outfit. The and this um, was apparently the, the filmed, heart. filmed very recently. You know, they've they've rushed through this production, hmm. which I actually noticed in some of the sound quality. But Ooh. we'll get to that. Oh, 
Um, well, being podcasters, we know all about sound, don't we? Um, yes. So, you know what? She always had a five, that, that one, two, three, four, scratched out five yeah. on her neck. And I wonder if it's because she's got five. Um, she's a mom to five. I don't know. I'm trying to, uh, you know, like in, in, in English, when you have to make something out of nothing, like the curtains yeah. were blue. And this is because it symbolized <laughs> the um, the cold and the sterile atmosphere of the situation. You know, oh. I, I feel like I'm just, now I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, Scratching, I'm, I'm like clawing my way for some meaning. Um, this spirit, I'm reaching. I think it's a secret code for she makes top five. <gasps> that was her walk in look. Maybe she knows, maybe she's a witch. Are you swiping left or right? I'm swiping right. I'm swiping right. Yeah, swiping the right. look was good. The look was good. The personality was more subdued than the other girls, but the look was great. Yeah, well, you know what? I did say that when she opened her mouth, I was bored. Mm. Let's be real. Like, I was like, uh. Okay, you can stop talking. Do you want to keep her well, Harry? Yeah, yeah. I just she's a seamstress. That's what the girls know about her. Yeah, As so. is the next queen, Miss Patty Pam Pam, who I really love the conceptual design of this this outfit. I thought she it was, was very very uh, clever. Letting us know she was a seamstress with that sort of uh, tape yeah, measure was, boa, wasn't she? Exactly. Yeah, I liked it. Um, gorgeous. She was giving me kind of like uh, Dela meets Gothy Kendall, just like somewhere in between. Ow. Why? Why would why would you why, why would I say that about why, her? Yeah, why would you bring Gothy in compared Gothy's to gorgeous. Gothy Kendall, Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall, Gothy Kendall. I think Petty Pam 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 we love you. Uh yeah, I'm swiping right. Yeah, yeah. Definitely swiping right on this one. Yeah, I mean she's a seamstress, but she gives me like fun campy performance vibes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I thought that she was quite like, oh, cutesy in the um in her boy drag confessionals. I thought oh the pink. She had like a really gentle thing. Yeah, there was something about it that was like, oh, it's very, very Oh, I really, really like that. Mm. And the last queen who I would actually use my super like <gasps> on is Envy Peru. Like she just walked in there and just commanded the space. She just knew she was the shit. Like she like she was Abby OMG hot and Jackie Janae's confidence. And uh-huh. she just she just came there and started serving. It was like Raven and Dahlia Sin had a love child. I saw big Raven elements in there as well, but I saw Raven crossed with Nuclear Patra era Pete Burns. And that kind of vibe. It was like she was kind of, and she was in like this C3PO futuristic bodysuit. Um, she was gorgeous. And all the other girls were very like, oh, wow, okay, well, she's the most famous drag queen in Holland. Well, she's and- like the Aquaria of the season, isn't she? <laughs> she's coming there with a reputation. Yeah. You know what? But the thing about these kind of queens is a lot of the times I feel that the editors and the producers almost like to humanize them, like make them not seem as grand as mm. the reputation portrays them. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, who was who had that edit in uh, Canada Drag Race? It was um, Naomi... Oh, Kine. No, 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 no. Uh, Tainomi. Tainomi Banks. Okay, okay. Like, she came in with the reputation. Or and Britta like and, and Yes, 12. and Britta. But episode by episode, they started, like, kind of picking on her. They... Kind Let, of like, yeah, we know that you're the shit, but look, we're gonna bring, we're gonna put you in your place. Kind of edit. Well, let's see what the producers of Holland's and they're both people like. of color. Aquaria didn't get that edit. Just putting it wow. up there. Wow, no, look at Bolo really getting into you this. You make a valid point, dear. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm smart, Tom. Yeah. So these are, these are the queens. We've just seen them walk in. Uh-huh. I'm going to put you on the spot here right yeah. now. I want you to tell me your two favorite looks. Oh, this is putting me on the spot. Um, looks or just like overall package? Um, who whose show would you go to there? Who would who you pay money to, to see? Said the Jean. Said the Jean. Yeah. Said the Jean is the uh, campy Bet Lynch. Okay. Um, I also think Envy Peru would probably turn it out, but I feel like she's an obvious choice. I would. I'm placing my bits on Sid Jean as well, just because like I just want a really, really fun camping time. What else do I want when I go to a show? I want good dancing. I would say either Abby OMG or Envy Peru. I think Abby's going to bring it. I think M- I think Abby and Envy are going to present similar things. Yep. Um, and I think Chelsea Boy will be in that ballpark as well. Mm. Um, I think 
Mama Queen and Patty Pam Pam are seamstresses, but Patty's got more of a campy performance vibe going on. Um, I think Madam Madness is one to watch. She's a bearded queen. She's something different. You've, you've deliberately, you've just gone over exactly what I asked you and yeah. you're just telling me a bit about every single person. I just well, said, who were you playing to your beard song? I gave you my answer. Did you give me answers? I said Cetrogene right off the bat. So these are the queens that we have here. We'll see the mini challenge. What they did is they brought back season five's water challenge. They did. And the cruelty not, of this. Well, yeah. Like, first of all, I, I know for a fact that queens hate getting wet. People with that <laughs> makeup and all of that, like, your, the, the talk and everything on your body that's already going on. And then you got the the hair, the whiff. And then, the, and the, and then they're like, okay, jump into that pool of water and look hot. Like... How are you supposed to get a great look when you've got such a grand costume on and uh, you probably even kind of like stapled that wig to your head so it's going to fly off, obviously. It takes these poor girls like three hours minimum to get ready and you're asking them to jump into a tank of water. Like, it's okay. It's a chance to shine on TV, but it's very like costume dependent. Do you remember in season five, like Alaska really really struggled because she had this big billowing well yeah she had a black trash bag like that there's no way that was getting into the water she was no. not going to get a photo of that in the water mm-hmm. um but the queens that did do well in that one were detox. even jinx jinx had jinx didn't didn't do well oh detox was amazing mm-hmm. detox she just bumblefish face 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 so did um roxy andrews <gasps> um lanesha i thought lanesha should have won to be she a, did beautiful. she win no, no, it was I Detox. Think Detox, yeah, yeah. Detox won. Okay, so the queens that did well here, kind of the same. Like the costume plays a big part. And um, Abby OMG was amazing. She's obviously comfortable posing and being pretty, mm. um, as is Envy Peru. That's mm-hmm. um, They kind of served it there as well. And they're both kind of underdressed, weren't they? Exactly. And they, they deliberately showed us, like, the first three girls who entered were wearing, like, non breathable, plasticky, PVC, leathery kind of materials, and they just couldn't. They could, they could not sink. And it's unfortunate, but... Yeah. It was a fun little challenge, fun little thing for the girls to do. The winner of that was Abby OMG, which I agree with. It was, a, it was out of Abby or Envy or Jackie, J- Jackay, Janae Jackay uh-huh. for me. So um, I'm not mad that Abby won. Um, but like for me, Jackie and Envy... Sorry, not any... As Envy Peru and Abby are from the same family. Well, they live together. Like, do you... Do you see drama coming from there? Or do you think they're going to join forces? Do you think they could possibly be hinting at it? Yeah. (laughs) Do you think that's what happened? Do you think they made one of them win to to start the whole seed of rivalry? Sibling rivalry going on here. (laughs) So it'd be like putting Bob and Monet on the same season, wouldn't it? Monet wouldn't stand a chance against Bob. Don't even do that. (laughs) Don't even try. Monet's looks were generally better than Bob's. Um, The... Yeah, I mean, like, the look on Envy's face says it all. When Abby gets the win, she's like, she's my sister. But Mm. that doesn't mean I won't cut a bitch. Now, when they talk about the Mexi challenge, I thought that there would be a a costume. Like, for the first episode, your challenge for the runway is to create your own costumes from dust. (laughs) You know, usually, I I thought that's what they'll do. Dust. Dust. That's very low in calories. Dust. 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 So I thought they were going to do something like that, but no, they actually just went straight to, um, we'll see you on the runway tomorrow, and can you tell us why you should win um, the crown of Holland's next drag superstar? And that kind of, at the moment, we haven't yet progressed beyond that, but at the moment, that kind of seems to be the only thing that they're asking of them, which I thought was quite kind. Show us who you really are. That old trope. Well... They're not really. They, they get. You know what? It's a good thing. These girls spend a lot of money on these amazing gowns. And then imagine if you imagine that you spend all your money on all these costumes, assuming that you're staying all the way to the end. You've got these nice, like, 10, 12 couture gowns. And then you're the first challenge you get you go home on, and it's a create your own costume one. And you're like, are you serious? I got all this. I spent all this money. I've remortgaged my house, and I haven't even showed it. And all I got to show was my um, my entrance look and the water, 
and my lash flying off me and my wig falling off in the water. Is that what I got? <laughs> That's all I see at the moment. I want to keep looking and seeing if there is an actual twist that they throw into that because right now it just seems a bit too easy to me. One of the girls has a secret. Uh, Megan Schoenbrud says that she has a secret that she is going to reveal because right now she's hiding in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if she is. <laughs> okay, well... I guess let's get straight into the looks, the runway. But the first thing I want to say is this. Uh Brooklyn is somewhere (laughs) in Canada. Brooklyn Heights is pissed off. (laughs) She has thrown her screen at the floor. She is stomping on there. She is ripping up all of her RuPaul's Drag Race uh, marketing, everything. Uh Because... the host of uh, Holland's Drag Race mm-hmm. is actually walking the runway and doing RuPaul's gig. She's RuPauling. And they, she's RuPauling. And I, I'm actually quite reported that Brooklyn Heights <laughs> didn't get to do the, the same thing. I mean, they had to, they made it so very, very clear that Brooklyn was not RuPaul, uh-huh. that Brooklyn was not a RuPaul type figure, that Brooklyn is not going to get that kind of respect from the show. And they, they actually had the guest judges on Canada's Drag Race um, do the intro, do the introductions yeah. uh, on the final Maxi Maxi challenge runway thingy and they even had to mix up the judging every week when they came into the workroom RuPaul said to Brooklyn you are not on my level you will never be on my level <laughs> but that's exactly it and then what and she what asked do we her see? do you even know Gianni Versace what do we see here we see all of a sudden straight away the host mm-hmm. and drag doing exactly what RuPaul does and really I just thought was, oh yeah. gosh no, but it, also I, I do want to say this I'm finding it quite uh, a, a, a different experience Experience yeah. watching Drag Race Holland and reading subtitles whilst watching it because I feel like I'm scared I'm missing something. It, there's, there's an actual demand on our senses. We really have to concentrate. Exactly. You know? I, I feel like I have to really, really read what's going on and then have a look so that mm-hmm. I can marry what's being said to what's happening in what I see. So at the moment, I'm not going to lie. Like I'm finding it like, oh, God, I'm overwhelmed. It's so hard. I, I think weeks like this, when it's heavily visual, we're going to do okay. The weeks we might struggle a bit more might be like comedy challenges and things like that when it's heavily verbal. But you know what? We're we're here. We're enjoying it. We're embracing these girls. They're clearly a fabulously talented cast. So, should we get into looks? So, the runway mm. theme was "Who's Your Queen," which I think is a really, really great runway theme, and I can't believe it's not been done before. It's amazing. I want to say the first queen was Sida Jean, who came in as Mary Antoinette, and I just want to say, wow, she was fantastic. She looked- oh my. God, she looked like Glenn Close in Dangerous Liaisons, and she brought her own, you know, cake stand she built did. into her dress. She brought her own pantry. But her you know dress was a pantry. She walked out looking like Mary Antoinette slash Detox. Mm-hmm. Let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I thought it was great. Makeup, the costume, the concept, the whole pantry, opening it up so that you can see the the china. I thought it was great. Her sense of energy on stage is great as well. You can just tell she's such a good host. She's captivating. And I love it when she obviously she took off the the grand skirt and she had like this fun like tutu performance outfit underneath. And she just looked fantastic. It looked expensive. Um, Loved it. Really, really did. Loved it, gal. Loved it. Definitely uh, amazing. I will say, though, a uh, Marie Antoinette-esque look is done every season, but she did very, very well. Well, she put a spin on it that was she different. Did. Yeah. Like, when you think about Marie Antoinette, you, you're going to say that she didn't just, like, blend. She didn't just do it. She uh-huh. did it and stood out. Like, uh-huh. I'll remember that look. Yeah. The next queen is Envy Peru, who came as Maxima. Now, I'm dumb. I just found out now that, um, that the Netherlands is a monarchy. We're learning every day. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't really know it until this either. And Queen Maxima is their beautiful and glorious leader. Now, Envy Peru walks in as Queen Maxima. I mean, the the most obvious choice. Yeah. Do you know, it's the, it's the kimono of this um, theme. And she wasn't wearing blue. It was... Not even a dark blue. It was cerulean. <laughs> and, Go on, say the rest of no, it. you're the one who knows the rest of the Come speech. Come on. <laughs> uh, she looked beautiful. Makeup, um, gorgeous. The gown I thought was amazing, was beautiful. She was stunning. I'll tell you what, visual. though. Like, it, was it a gown or was it a heavily embellished leotard? 
there wasn't really a skirt. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm splitting hair. She looked beautiful, but I'm. I'm expecting like queenly regalia and floor length skirts maybe for this. It was a. It was a very beautiful leotard with giant puff sleeves, very on trend, and a gorgeous train. And I loved the color. The color was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. She looked beautiful and very very polished. There was no. My problem with it was no like big grand skirt element. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So okay. Thank you. Cool. Did you like it? Yes. I thought it was stunning. I liked it. I mean, I'm, I'm being a bitch, really, but, you know, I loved it. Oh, now you want to be one. Back in Tinder, <laughs> you want to just swipe right. You're the, I swipe you know right what? Can I just say, you're the person on Tinder that swipes right that to someone talk. and then doesn't talk to them. That's no, fine. that's even worse. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, you're that person I'll because you're, you're too scared. I'll Tom. ghost the hell out of you, so... <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about Do you Janae. want to be ghosted? Let's talk about Janae JK, who came out as Queen B. First of all, how bloody clever. I thought that was amazing. Like, is- I I give points for creativity as well as um what I see on the stage and the presentation. So when when I go start again, Sita Jean Marion Twinnett and the creativity for yeah. the person she chose, no, but and what she did on the the main Such stage twist, it was so amazing clever. twist. So that was great. Combining it with her iconic in- catchphrase basically yes. wasn't she? And then I think about Envy Peru. Um, I don't. There was no creativity in choosing Maxima. However, I thought she looked stunning on the runway. When yeah. I look at Janae Jacquet, who chose Queen B, already I'm saying that is such a clever choice of something to do. The, the Queen B coming out with the colors, and I just want to say Lemon because Lemon's probably listening to our podcast. That is how you do lemon wigs, lemon yes. um, weaves with men, the makeup. But that's how it's done. Like, I just, I thought it was beautiful, finally. And I don't even like that kind of yellow, but she made it work, especially when she paired it with what she was wearing. It, it was, I mean, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous, you know, sunshine yellow paired with black to give you that sort of hazard pattern. Very, very evocative of, of a bee. Um, she gave me that Pokemon Vespiquen, you know? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. very much. She, very, she was like, it was like Vespiquen on the runway. She was beautiful. What I loved about this is this, it looks so expensive. There's so much detail. Right. She had the wings. She had the claws. And she, she had the reveal. She had the fur. Because bees are fluffy. She had the fur around the collar. Um, Attention to detail, the, the gold this girl. kind of embellishments to give you that kind of... Um, to give her that sort of insect thorax. Yep. Really, really beautiful. This is one of my absolute favourites. And there was the reveal. Yeah. So she came out with a skirt. So it's great. Queenly majesty. Do you know what as the well? Reveal. She held herself like a queen. Yeah. Like she, she came in there like, yes, I am better than everyone. Um, damn right, you will wait for me. This really, really impressed me. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I loved it. Now let's talk about the next one. Um, room. Room. So she came out as Snow White's evil queen, didn't she? Stepmother. Yeah. What's her name? It's, it's, she's sort of got a name, hasn't she? Grimhilda? Ale- Alexa, <laughs> what, is, what is the name of Snow White's stepmom queen? Here's something I found on reference.com. Mm. Queen Grimhilda is Grimhilda Grimhilda, thank you okay. Alexa, stop Shushy Okay, so um, it's Grimhilda So she came out as Grimhilda I, I just want to say this mm-hmm. She is Her presentation on the runway Proved that she's a social media queen In the mm-hmm. sense that I didn't see the polish And the outfits I hated those platform shoes yeah. I cannot believe she wore those on um, Drag Race. The the kind of the 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 Grimhilda purple kind of yes. gown outfit looked very arts and craft. Yeah. It just, I mean, there was it, no hem. There was no hem. <laughs> Everywhere you look, there's a hem. There's no hem. There's a hem. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. It was, um, it was quite there was the make. Even the makeup was very, very basic. Like even though yeah. I know you're doing like the queen, the full on white, but you could have contoured and give it shape and gave it yeah. like given it something. But I just felt it was quite bland. Um, I agree. With very you. much the end. Also, like she just doesn't have energy on the runway. There's just a lot 
wrong, sadly, yeah. with this runway presentation. Unfortunately. It's basically the Smithy's fancy dress shop version of Grimhilda, the evil queen. And there were so many details that I felt wrong because, like, I associate her with, you know, that black cowl. You know, she's got that kind of like Eleanor of Aquitaine kind of head covered thing going on. And that wasn't, she had a flat wig on. Um, she was wearing an ill-fitted lycra bodysuit, a cardboard sort of it corset. Was. Those hideous club kid platforms that Michelle Visage would have literally pulled off her feet physically. Um, and yeah, and like I say, for such for somebody who looks so gorgeous on Instagram, the I'm not an MUA, I will say that. The makeup lacked like dimensionality. She hadn't carved anything into her face. No. Um, there's no excuse. Okay, she wants to go for a pale look. You can still contour a pale look. Look at Sharon Needles. Um, look at anybody. Unfortunately, this is one of my least favourites on the runway. Yeah, I'm I'm already saying that she's going to be in the bottom just so, from this look. Do you know what? I'm getting scaredy cat vibes. Scaredy cat as in? From Drag Race UK. Like a social media queen without the rest of the package. But scaredy cat wasn't even a social media queen. Weren't they talking in the... Well, she, if she was anything, she was a social media queen. Mm, she was a, like a bedroom queen. She had a, f- a few photos up. She wasn't famous. The she wasn't popular the way that uh, rumors. Okay, how many followers has Room got? I don't Seems know. You know so many, so much about her. She has been. She's marketed on the show as a social media queen, okay, Tom. Just, you've got all the facts. I just wanted you. Well, to it was given. Sorry, sorry. I listen, Tom. I'm sorry that I listen. Okay. <laughs> Okay, next up we have Mama Mama Queen. Mama Queen, you know what I love about it? She came in as pregnant, mm. and this look was just a, a carry-on on kind of who she is and what her drag represents. I do want to say that I was literally like, oh my God, wow. Yes. Another concept, high concept, high arc, just Stunning. She walks. Explain, explain the just, magnificence of her runway. I just got like a Renaissance painting of the Madonna. She was just stunningly beautiful, and there was a reveal. It was a performance. It was performance it was really, it was art. So layered. There was the, there was the coming in in the gold. It was a live sculpture cloak, and then there was the, the turn around, the crucifixion, and then she arose. It was almost like you know, Christ's life in reverse. You know, she started with the crucifixion and you know ended with the Madonna. But she was just like beautiful in these like gold, these shimmering layers of, of fabric. And she was holding um, the baby Jesus in her hand again. Like she came in pregnant. Now she's got a child. She's she's a mother. She is a mother. Through this is her drag. She's a ma. And um, even though there was clearly showed as a stuff up where her wig folder fell off uh, quite a few times, I just wish she didn't show on her face. Like she, she looked really, really upset and a bit angry that she, that she, happened. Yeah, like, yeah. girl, like it happens. Just don't. You need to pull a um, hiding in closet. Exactly. Yeah, you need to pull a hiding closet and just it is what it is and just keep going. Girl, keep your chin up and keep on walking. I just love that quote that I, Heidi said. That oh yeah, then my wig fell off. Y'all saw my civil hair, civil rights <laughs> hair. I still love that. I thought it's like she's adorable. I think with with Mama Queen, I think I, she strikes me real perfectionist yep so you know because her looks are so stunningly beautiful and so immaculate immacul- exactly immaculate conception ha 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 um so like when a mistake happens it's like a dagger through her heart i think i think she she'll she's the kind of person who really struggles to move past a mistake well it's, uh, yeah what well- you're not supposed to make mistakes as a mother, are you? A mother to children. Well, I, I really, guess maybe really I, running with the theme. It's, a, it's, it's very maternal. It's very maternal for her to set the example. I would say it's a normal part of motherhood to make mistakes. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm willing to forgive it because the look was that amazing. I loved it. It was great. Really beautiful. One of my favorite looks. Let's look to Megan Schoonbrood. Uh, Megan Schoonbrood. Um, right, so... Who came as Diana Ross? Now, I am confused. I am lost and confused. I had to <laughs> sign a bit <laughs> when I realized this woman <laughs> Um, So there's a you little bit too... You better go back today. 
<laughs> I could I could sing that song forever. Just keep shy. I thought you were gonna harmonize. All your dreams in front of you. <laughs> Just don't say shy. No misbehaving. If you if you're gonna come in, Tom, you don't come in on the melody. You come in. With... I can't harmonize. You harmonize. I melodize. Well, why would you join a song and sing the melody? Why would no you come in and sing the same key as someone else? You you kind of you kind of scooped into it. So fine, okay. Don't ask me to harmonize again. <laughs> Just don't join in. <laughs> How does it sound? Just let me sing on my own, Tom. Why can't we be like Banana Armor and just sing in chorus? Look, I we digress. Well, let's talk about Megan Schoonbrood, who was Diana Ross. Now, I don't, I don't understand how well, she was never a queen. Mm-hmm. Was she a queen of anything? I mean, we you know we think of people like you know uh, Madonna as the queen of pop. We think of like Whitney Houston as the queen of soul, um, or but you know it's like. Diana Ross is an amazing pop diva icon, but I don't call her like, is she the queen of disco? Maybe. I don't really think of her as the queen of disco. Like Gloria Gaynor or something like that. Donna uh, Summer. This is another Alexa moment. Donna Summer is the queen of disco. Who is the queen of disco? According to an Alexa Answers contributor. Donna Summers. There we go. Donna there Summers, go. the Queen Jessica. But Diana Ross is the boss. That's her name, you know, because she's got that song, The Boss, and that fits her because she's a boss bitch. We love Diana Ross. But so she she's calling her her queen anyway. And like, so she's coming out in the like golden dress. And I swear, I when I dragged up as Conchita Verst, I have that dress. <laughs> it's ugly. Um, and she had like that, that rainbow duster and the Dorothy... For, you know, because Dan Ross was in the ways as Dorothy was, and she she's at the basket with Tota. It was just too much. It was a it, bit, uh, yeah. It was a, it was a too much, and it, it didn't really go together. It wasn't yeah. seamless. How it, seamless. It, 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 it wasn't seamless was in it its not transition, seamless? and it didn't just. It wasn't really like a, a come full circle moment. You know, like how let's talk about um Sierra Jean who came in and then she mm. opened her dress and it was a pantry and it made sense. So and then we have um the immaculate conception where she came in as the art yes. and then arose from the portrait um as you know Marie Madonna, oh. and now see, all of this made sense. Now she came in as. First of all, a non-queen. She came. She came into the queen um, theme as a boss, yeah. walking and bobbing her weave, and then yeah. she um, brought the the Toto as Dorothy. There was no. It was. It was, it was a bit like. Remember when Sasha Sasha Valor came in holding all those props? It's a bit like leave one prop behind, please, Sasha. It was a bit like that, but the concept was so muddled. Like, there's a reason behind it. Like, the duster was, like, in the gay pride flag. And, you know, she did I'm Coming Out, didn't she, Diana Ross? So she really is a gay icon. She's been with the gays since very early on in her career. And, um, you know, the she was in the whiz, so it made sense that she had kind of Toto, but it was just too much. And she was tripping over the dress and tripping over the props. And, like, there was I loved, no shape in it as well. I loved her fun energy. Yeah. I loved that. But she was distracted and confused by all the things Am that were going on. Am I the only on. one? Do you also see a bit of beggar? In her, in, a bag in the of sense chips. that they both love their injectables, yeah. Okay. I just, I, I see like a very, very similar uh, face, very similar face of bag of chips. I always see bag of chips when I, when I look at her. Mm. Yeah, but I, yeah, I didn't, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't love the, the look. I didn't love the choice. But um, she knows how to walk the runway. Yeah, she got great energy in the runway. Yeah, she brought us fun, but overall not my favourite. Let's talk about Chelsea Boy, who came in as the mother alien. So I'm a huge Aliens fan. I love the franchise. So this spoke to me. I loved the Xenomorph Queen thing going on. She she was all in this kind of like PVC black. And she had the spines and the tail. Um. And she even had, like, the crest coming off. I would say, like, I would have liked the crest to have been more backswept. Like, do you remember Thorgy in All Stars uh, 3? Ugh, Jesus, okay. gross. But I I, I love that Parasaurolophus sort of Xenomorph Queen backswept headdress is where it's kind of at, really, if you're going to be a Xenomorph Queen. Minor criticism. Also, the makeup was white, and that gave me more Borg Queen from Star Trek. Yes. Rather than Xenomorph Queen. So I would have liked it if she'd kept the makeup black or dark okay ha- having said that I'm, I'm being a bit of a geek and i'm i'm picking um i mean i really like the loved look. it overall i love the concept love it i mean very much so 
first time I've seen a Xenomorph Queen truly referenced on Drag Race. Love it. Well, I actually thought it was very similar to um, Season 7's Miss Fame's entrance look. Yes, yes. I did see a lot of similarities in that kind of design and the shape of it. Fame's could have almost been seen like a, a blend between Xenomorph Queen and like B-movie influences maybe. It was I mean, it was it was gorgeous nonetheless. Chelsea, that was an amazing look. I really, really liked it. Loved very it. intergalactic. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. stunning. Yeah. It was stunning. <laughs> Let's talk about Patty Pam Pam, who came as Queen. I oh, love this. ten out of ten for the like I told you, the choice of who yeah. you choose. This is a ten out of ten. She so came as good. Queen, and one thing that I that you mentioned as well is that you liked the fact that it didn't look like a guy doing yeah. a guy. It looked like a guy doing drag queen. Yeah, um, as a as queen so it looked yes. like a girl doing queen it didn't look like a guy doing queen does wasn't that make a, sense wasn't there a Katy perry video or something where she dressed up as freddie mercury and it gave me that it's like she looks like a woman dressed as freddie mercury yeah. which is fantastic but how do you think she executed the actual look so fun so lovely i love the details i love the way she she turned into a femme freddie mercury with the thigh high boots the leotard and she had that um you know, yellow leather jacket. It was the iconic Live Aid look. Yep. Um, so I, I think Freddie would have approved. Yeah. That's all I can say. I mean, it was great. It was I think Freddie would have loved this. What about Madame Madness, who came as the Queen of Hearts? Loved it. It was very like Queen of Hearts with a McQueen twist. It was like two queens. It's like she took off the skirt and she had the Alexander McQueen frame skirt underneath. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's like Queen of Hearts, McQueen of Hearts, <laughs> you know? bit of a reach there no but maybe it's gonna happen <laughs> it's gonna pick up it's it's fetch i thought it was quite fetch it was she i think was she a... looked really quiche she looked really hot <laughs> really all right jamay yeah she looked really hot <laughs> um madame and yeah i thought it was a really really clever look it wasn't my it wasn't one of my favorites but then again i'm, okay. a, I'm a basic girl that that i want glitter i want rainbows i want pr- i want pretty I think I'm going to keep getting Matthew Anderson vibes from her. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, Matthew Anderson's such an amazing makeup artist and, and just artist in general. I would say, um, I, I would think, and I wonder if she'll reference it, I would imagine Matthew is a huge source of inspiration for Madam Madness, being a mm. bearded queen with, like, this high art concept going on. Okay. I, I like this. I th- I really liked it. I mean, the last queen to walk the runway was Miss Abby OMG, who came as a carnival queen. Um. I mean, she just, she looked like a real woman. She, she looked so woman. She um, had the, the body. And again, very, very minimal in, in the sense that, like, she basically wore a bikini on her entrance look. And now she's wearing a, a bikini with feathers. <laughs> I, I like the reference. Detox, Detox with the feathers. Yeah. I like the reference to her heritage. Um, I just wish she came up with, like, a little flag. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> she, looks like, she looks like Suna Chacha evolved. Yes. So it's like, Suna Chacha is like Bulbasaur, and this is like Ivysaur, but yeah. what I really want to see was Venusaur. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, she needed another stage to make it more regal. Like, I love, I love that she was a very authentic carnival queen, and that's fantastic, and she did look beautiful. If it was any other runway thing, like if she, I guess it wouldn't be an authentic Hannibal Queen if she'd added like a skirt or something, but it would have just given her more regality and more like gravitas. I mean, she came out, she performed, she was like, eh, salsa, salsa, hey, doing all that. Yeah. I mean, great energy, great look. Um, very safe, let's be honest. Yeah, she's just very, falls in the, very safe. Falls in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Unfortunately, just because of. The amount of grandness that I saw on that stage and like inventiveness as well. Now, we also listened to their lines and um, they had to explain, they had to answer why, why should, you know, what's basically the finale question. Why should mm. you be America's next? But now we're just saying, why should you win um, Holland's Drag Race? And I'll be very honest, none of the answers really stood out to me. The only person I do remember was... Um, I'm showing you a bit of yeah favoritism is Sid the Jin. Sid the Jin is the only one who like did something a bit different, was funny, and showed a bit of charisma. Most of the delivery was flat, um, and uh, I don't know. It's really really hard because we're seeing this, you know, through a subtitles lens really. Yeah. But if, I felt like most of the delivery was flat. Um, somebody else made an attempt at being funny as well. It might have been... Petty Pim Pim? Patty. Yeah. Yeah. And like that stood out. Most of the rest of them were kind of like 
I'm unique because I'm beautiful and I work hard and I serve my community. Well, there, there it is. There it is. I mean, yeah. Don't don't give me the kind of answer. I want basically what I would like to have heard from your answer is who are you? Yeah. And why do I need you in my life as you? <laughs> do you know what? I, why do I need a bit of Doctor Tom? What can Doctor Tom give me? What's what's so unique and special about you that I need that injection? I mean, are you actually asking me? Well, that, that's what I wanted to know. I don't want to be. Like you know, because I um I represent this, or I uh, that that very pageant answer. Like mm-hmm. I think one person stood out to me, Room, the social media mm-hmm. queen who was like they represent a true expression of artistry or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, something like that. Which is what drag is, which is what all the queens are doing. And then and then um it was uh, Madden Madness. It was like you know because I play with genders, you all are playing with genders. Yeah. This is you're all drag queens. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like it was just too generic. Um, like you're all doing the same thing. You're all playing with gender. You're all here representing the minorities. That person mm. has been bullied. You know, like you're you're there to be a voice. But what beyond that? Mm. Who are you? Who are you? And why do I need you? What are you? What what specifically are you giving me? Well, I I just say good luck. That no me. one else can. That no one else is. Good luck trying to find somebody else who puts up with all your shit. Frankly, is it? That's my answer. <laughs> we'll put the cocktail down <laughs> before it ends up on your face. <laughs> Both of them. <sighs> Both of them. Okay, but that was it. So for yeah. me, I'm gonna say the winner of this challenge was Sid the Jin. I also mm. want to at the top. I also want to put um, who came out as Queen Bee. That was the lovely Janae um, We are learning names, guys. Please it was Janae Jacay, and I also want to put up uh, Mama Queen up there in the tops. Yes. My bottoms, the bottoms this week is definitely Room, and I think who came yeah. out? Um, it was Schoonbrood. Megan. Schoonbrood. Schoonbrood's yeah, yeah, yeah. going to be in the bottom as well. Who else will be in the bottom for me? No, I think those I think two will be the bottom, bottom too. too. Yeah. Like, I can't even, even think really who might... Maybe Abby is just because she was a bit... A bit too safe. It was, it was safe, but the others... She was too the beautiful others, to be in the bottom. But the others did such a bad job... I mean, they all did a good job, but I've when you're really when you're putting f- them um, from first to last, yeah. I think those who end up at the bottom, unfortunately, There's quite a few who I thought were really great. Cedrigin, Jeanne, Jesse. Um, I did love Mama Queen. I did love Chelsea Boy. And you like did Pam, love Pam, Pam, Pam. Yes, I did too. So basically, the ones who I'd put in the bottom were just the ones who were my absolute favorites. I had quite a few favorites. So like these girls are so visually creative, and so do you know what? I've got high hopes for us enjoying this season in spite of the language barrier because they're so visually stunning. I have to say yes. Yeah. Well, it's not fair because they started the season not with a um a design challenge. They right. started it wearing all the stuff that they've already bought. Probably they didn't make themselves with design. They're designers, so yes. Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Um we loved let's just disclaimer we loved Canada's Drag Race what an amazing cast. I loved it I loved did Canada's you see Drag Race. a single runway on Canada's Drag Race as strong as this yeah Jimbo's um, no, no 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 no, no an entire runway an ensemble cast runway as strong as this no because Lemon was there for a while Gosh, please. Look, basically, we're agreeing. The tops this week is definitely Cetagene, and I'm going to say... I just love Queen Bee look. The Queen Bee or Mama Queen. So we have a look? I'm, I'm hoping that the judging is better than Canada's Drag Race. I think maybe the is the photo going to play into it? Did they... They judged. They already judged a winner of the photo, didn't they? And also, I guess Cetagene gave the best answer on the runway. Okay. So our winner is Cetagene this week. Yep. Yeah. Let's have a see what they say. Oh, right. We've just seen the rest of the episode now, so we can tell you what happened. First thing I want to say is that the judging is correct. I was say, the, it's weirdly refreshing. The judging is correct. This ain't no Canada's drag race. Well, uh-huh. I don't know what the hell is happening. The judging is correct. I really like, what's the name? Is it Fred? The name is Fred, Fred Van Leer, who was the host, the drag queen. 
amazing. I really, really like him. Yeah, I really do. What do you like about Fred? Um, his he's funny the way he was doing the comments. Yeah. How he was very, very like Salak, and <laughs> you will stop talking now. And I think what he's what was said, what comes out of his mouth makes sense. Like I'm with yeah. him. I'm with him the whole way. Even the guest judge was amazing. Like she was saying stuff that we were saying yeah. um, the whole time about the girls, but. I'm just. I just really want to say that the judging was done correctly and done right, and I I am very very happy already. Already yeah. so far, it's it's been really really good. So we're pleased yeah. to see that it roughly matches up with what we said a moment ago, doesn't it? Yes. So the girls who are not safe, shall we say, are Cedric Jean, um, uh, Jeanne Chasse, uh, Rome, Mama Queen, uh, Megan. And Chelsea boy. So the winner of this week, the winner of this week was, and I think it was very, very well deserved, was Queen B, Janae J.K. Um, we, she was one of our front runners. Yep. Um, loved her. I, you know, we 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 said maybe Sedergine because of the humour she brought to it. They had some criticisms of, I guess, I think it was something on the lines of like historical accuracy or something. But like, no, it was congratulations to to our winner this week thank you yes thank you tom you just went off on a tangent they came right back to what i said (laughs) so congratulations to the winner who was queen b and the other two tops was a citizen and also um chelsea boy with the whole kind of aliens concept it was kind of yeah yeah it was definitely shown that she was it was weird in the critiques i thought i couldn't really quite tell if chelsea boy or mama queen was bottom or top they give them both really mixed critiques i found it very very strange because i really actually loved the um the look from mama queen i really I loved too. her look i thought it was amazing it was only the stuff up at the end but yeah. I, and I, I really think that they used that as a reason to put her in the bottom i don't think she should have been at the bottom there were two clear bottoms this yeah. week that we said and it was exactly the two bottoms for a lip syncing and that was um rome us uh, room and, and megan Sh- and megan yeah. now the lip sync was um madonna express yourself the tom's a big madonna fan and i just want to say in that case you um, don't know at home I just want to say, we've also found out that Megan is partially deaf in one ear. Yes. So I, for what I saw in the performance, the fact that she was deaf, like either they turned the music up really, really loud or she just really knows her tempo. Like, okay, she'll hear the first things. She knows the tempo of this music and she went off of there. I thought it was really, really good. I was really, really impressed. You would not have known. So what an amazing job she did. The, the lip sync um, was... Well, I don't know. It was I'll be honest, it wasn't exciting. I'm, I'm going to say the edit was weird. Yeah, I wasn't um, excited by this. Um, it was. It, it was, didn't go anywhere. That's right. It didn't go anywhere. The lipstick went like, nowhere. It was like a minute long or something. It was a very very short edit, much shorter than I've ever seen on any other. I don't know if it's going to be a trend this season, but I've never seen Drag Race have edits that short. Before. I mean, we just came from Canada Drag Race where they literally did the whole song, like yeah. plus the bonus track, plus the <laughs> the, the, the DJ remix. Mix. We had that lip sync because literally the whole of Jagged Little Pill, didn't we? I, mean, I just thought it was, a, yeah. So they, they did cut it very, very short, you're right. But um, even I mean, when I'm, I'm looking at the performances of the actual queens, like when I think of Express Yourself, I think of a really, it's really, really fun. And I, I would I would assume a lot of movement and very, very, you know, dynamic. Whereas um, both of the queens were quite static in their movement. And there was so much, I think... Megan was performing as Diana Ross which I think she could have been a bit more playful the performance is overall really disappointing because um, Express Yourself is an empowerment anthem for women and gay men and it should be embraced by any drag queen who is on stage it should be in every drag queen's repertoire it really really should it's like guys you should know this song back to front and like, yeah, and you know, no, nobody imitated like Madonna's life movements or anything. It didn't have that sense of like power or projection. So I was kind of disappointed. But if I had to choose something to go home, I, I would have said room. Yeah, room. And I just want to say room did go home. Yeah. Um, very, very sad. But I did like... She gave some quite deadly looks here and there, yes. like when her name yes. wasn't called Save. She gave this look like a... <laughs> I was like, oh! Like was, a Mayhem Miller, like, yeah, it was what? Mayhem Miller-esque, like, what, what, wasn't what? it? Excuse me? And I think that's one of the things about social media queens is that they're just used to getting so much praise all the time and getting so much likes and so much yeah. like, oh, we adore you in, in the online social forum. And then they're not used to it in real life where they get a critique. I don't know if they know how to handle that. But I think, I mean, I 
I liked Room's sass. I like her sass. Yeah. So that was episode one of um, Holland's Drag Race. What are your overall thoughts? I just thought like it was a very visually gorgeous episode, which I'm glad about because um, we're going to have to kind of adapt to the subtitles and language barrier. So it's going to be an interesting We may experience. even learn Holland's. Yes, we're going to learn Holland. Hollandaise, yeah. I think it's called. Oh, yum. <laughs> is Hollandaise from Holland? I think it is, Tom. <laughs> I think Hollandaise came from Holland. Thank you. Um, so I'm just so glad these queens are so visually talented because uh, I think it'll make our job easier. And yeah. I really, really enjoyed this. And there are certainly some queens whose personalities are coming through and I'm really looking forward to getting to know them. Yes, I think it was, I'll take us more time to know the queens you know what i love about certain seasons the seasons that broke up the um the first episodes mm-hmm. like season six they also yeah. did it in season what season was it season six and season 12 i really season. really liked that they broke up the the beginning with it so we because we really got to know the girls yeah. um quite intimately i've heard a rumor and people didn't get lost in the mix in the first episode yeah. so right now they're obviously trying to create a storyline but also introduce every single character and what's happening is that the quality of us of the relationships that they want us to build or know about the queens we're not building it because there's too many yeah. queens for us to get to know so they 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 pinpick certain ones i i really do miss um having a double a double um double opening yes double opening. who doesn't yeah. um i heard a rumor ooh, ooh, i heard a rumor that that's gonna be the norm going forwards i've heard a rumor that season 13 of america's drag race okay. will feature a split opening drag race holland i'm i'm enjoying it i want to see what they do next week yeah. so make sure that you join us um next week for splitting the gt podcast when we look at episode two but this is paulo and Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next week lots of love guys see you soon bye bye